Well, my name is Barry Biggs. I'm a singer, songwriter, entertainer, record producer, engineer, you know. Um, well, I, I was born in Kingston, Jamaica. I came to the UK in 1961 and I went to school in Marleybone. I was living in Westminster at the time, Saltram Crescent. And um, I went to school in Marleybone, a school named Rutherford Grammar School. And from there, I um, I was a little bad boy. You know? So I, I ran away from my father after a while. And I went to live in, in Balham, South London. And after leaving Balham, I went back to Jamaica. And my mom said, no, you're not staying in Jamaica. You've got to go back to London. So I said, okay. So she bought me a ticket via New York, went to New York, never made it back to London. I, I love New York, I didn't, I didn't plan to come back to London at that time. And then after leaving New York, after two years, I went back to Jamaica and I started working at the JBC, Jamaica Broadcasting Company, as a sound engineer and a cameraman. I got all my training there. And from there, well, what I used to do, I, tell, I like to tell the story because I tell people all the time. During the lunchtime, I used to lock up myself in the studio and put these instrumental records on, on, the, on the turntable and just sing to them, you know. I know I could sing, but I was a bit shy, you know. But let me tell you before, before even, when I was in Balaam, as a young boy, I used to, when I ran away from my dad, like I said, and I went to live in Balaam, I met Owen Gray, you know Owen Gray. I met Owen Gray in Balham, and I used to follow him all over the place. You know, he knew I could sing, and he tried to encourage me. Took me to someone, I shouldn't be going to these clubs, you know, because I was still young. I went to certain clubs with him, and he'd, when I see him perform on stage, and I see all the girls going crazy, I say, yeah, that's what I want to do. Well, I came to live in Brent after well, I'll, I'll tell you about now back in JBC days. So when I went to JBC, and I, like I said, I'd lock up myself in the studio and play these records. A friend of mine heard me singing. He's been watching me because he's, you know, after a couple of weeks, he came to me and they said, Biggs. And he used to call me Biggs. Biggs, you don't sound too bad, you know. I said, what do you mean? So said, you're singing away. Almost every day I listen to you. So I said, I got this friend named Harry J, who's a producer, Harry J Records. I'm going to talk to him about you. So he took me to Harry J. Harry J heard me sing, and then the rest of the street took me to the studio, did a song called My Sharemo, which was my first ever recording. Never liked the, the song. But it was a mediocre hit in Jamaica. Cause, because I worked at the JBC, the radio station, the first record I ever bought was when I was in Balham. I bought a record called, called um, My Darling by Tony Gregory. That was my first record that I ever bought. And I used to take that record to parties everywhere I'm going. And they had to play it for me because, you know, I used to tell lies. I say, the guy who sings the song is my brother, you know. They, you know. I performed at um, the Bridge Park many times, you know. And, um... 
the Royal Lounge. The Royal Lounge is in Brent as well, right? Yes, and quite a few places. Can't remember everywhere, but yeah, quite a few places. My favorite reggae track, I would say, is Sideshow. Because it's my biggest song. I made more, more money from Sideshow than all the other songs. Even though I've had six records that went to the National British Charts, you know. Um, and I like Wide Awake too, you know. Because I know even when I go into Europe, I never realized that reggae music was so popular, even in France and all those places. You know, even 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 the white people, dreadlocks and you know, reggae is such a a powerful music. You know, it has changed quite a lot. You know, from from um, ska, rocksteady, reggae. Now it's dancehall, and I think it's probably going to go back to reggae again soon. I've never used my reggae or any political influence in my music. I've never done that. I'm a lover man, I like to sing love music, you know? Well, like I said, Owen Gray was my main mentor in the, in the early days, so I would probably say Owen Gray was, you know, a big influence in, in my music, yeah. Yeah, man, the sound system, because uh, to be honest, even when I was in, in my Balam days, Lordy Cox and that sound, sound system, we grew up in Balam together, you know. And I was there when he was when he bought his first amplifier. I remember I used to follow his sound system, help him lift up the boxes and things, you know, back in the day. 1964, I can remember. Got a lot of friends in Halston. Because, I, like I said, I used to live in Brent here and I'm, I used to hang out in Halston almost every day. Whatever Brent can do to help the reggae, you know, it, to, to become more advanced or popular, I mean. Because you know I used to sing with a group named Byron Lane, the Dragonaires back in Jamaica. We toured all over the place, man, the Caribbean, all the islands of the Caribbean, Brazil, Suriname, Mexico, North and South America. Even did tour in Iceland before, you know, quite a few places. I had a hit song, Work All Day in the Burning Sun, and I had to leave band to come to England to, to pursue my career you know and that's when it all started for me so I was with the band from 1971 